All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging and friends. We are back to playing Monster of the Week tonight. We are we are in our finale, in fact, for Monster of the Week, uh, as this will be the last episode for now. Uh, and uh, and we'll see how it works out as we ended with uh, the party radically separated and uh, two people on the verge of death. So I don't know why Adam Melissa showed up tonight, but they are here nonetheless. And so I put them on camera. Uh, other than that, though, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we got our finale tonight of uh, family splatters, uh, and uh, and we'll kind of go from there. We got a couple uh, announcements and stuff that we've been doing at the start, just so everyone knows. Uh, two big things: one, I'll do, and then if Chuck wants to do the other, because I've been doing it, but now Chuck's here, so he can he can do yeah, it. Yeah, uh, but me. but for us, for Lollygagger stuff, we got a new Discord. Uh, everyone's invited. Come hang out. You can see a bunch of these folks there too. Come hang out. And not only do we have a new Discord, uh, we're doing a giveaway to sort of celebrate like the first week of it being open. So if you're there within the first week, uh, we're going to do a giveaway courtesy of our, our friends over at Norse Foundry uh, who have given us a gift certificate to gift to one of you people. Even even Jeremy could win, sort of. Oh. I'm going to try not to have it happen. Uh <laughs> Didn't you win something before? <laughs> I think you did actually win a giveaway once, which is funny. Uh, but no, you should come hang out and uh, you might have an opportunity to do it. So that's that's my thing. And then Chuck, I mean, you just might as well tell people oh. at the top because we've been doing it. Yeah, uh, I got a Kickstarter coming out. Uh, it launches on the 14th, but the launch page is up. So you should go follow it uh, because it makes my ego feel good. Uh, and then when it comes out, you should back it because it's... Uh, and into the odd based game where you play as teenagers uh, navigating how goddamn weird the 90s were. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and we freaking love into the odd games here as we play them quite often. Uh, and uh, and also, if if you want to see what it looks like in a couple weeks, Chuck's going to we're going to switch seats and Chuck's going to run us through it so you can see what it's like. So that's going to be a lot of fun, yeah. too. All right. So with those little plugs out of the way, why don't we go ahead and get started uh, and uh, let's do two intros for characters for the last time uh, and then uh, then we'll get started. So Chuck, keep talking. Tell us about Phil. Hey, I'm Phil. Uh, just all around great guy. Uh, I'm the mundane of the group, uh, older brother to Donna and uh, yeah, the warm and fuzzy center that the universe revolves around. So that's Phil. All that. Uh, it's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Uh, I also think Phil's the only one who might not be in danger currently. Uh, I am actually, not no. in danger. I think, uh, I think three are okay. There? No, no, no. You're not You're not with Caleb and Donna. They're screwed. The rest yeah. of you, I think, are yeah. okay still. I think you're okay still. Yeah. Uh, next up, Bert, tell us about Anton. Uh, Anton is the cousin from the old country. He's uh, he, he likes to think of himself as a reporter, unearthing all the real deal for such us beer magazines like The Sun and other supermarket great literature by the checkout Excellent. counter the type of literature that one you might say read about ufo sightings off the coast of california just saying it could Perhaps. happen maybe it that's where they might sh it could be on the cover it could be that's right that's yep. right uh next up jeremy tell us about corbin redding yeah, Corbin is the tall, lanky, tattooed uh, goth manwitch of the group. Loves setting things on fire. <laughs> I know, like, 
when you say man witch, you mean like witch, like casting spells. But when you say man witch, I think of the the sandwich meat additive thing. I know. It's good. It's good. Uh, Steven is in chat and he's responding to the claims about the UFO stuff. I don't think you're a liar. I just think you're dumb, dumb. That's all. I just think you don't. No, I'm just kidding. I believe you. You showed me pictures. There was a black screen with three dots. Of course, it's a UFO. Of course, it's a UFO. <laughs> it is unidentified. Three lights. They're unidentified. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, God. No, there are four <laughs> lights. Don't try to gaslight me. All right. <laughs> Melissa, tell us about Donna. Yes. Uh, Donna Theodore is sister to Phil Theodore. Uh, she is the wronged. Um, no, clearly everyone was wronged and that we all, um, are saddened by the, uh, murder of our grandmother. Um, but specifically by archetype, Donna is the wronged. So she has mm-hmm. turned from regular old normal person into a, uh, over decked out over, um, Gun-toting, revenge-seeking uh, badass. Trauma's not a competition, Melissa. Like, everybody <laughs> everybody yes, loves this is true. Muriel. Just saying. Yes. I don't know. Yes, Maybe we should take true. away all of your powers. Every single one. Including the plus one that you get to everything you do this session. Just this session? Because this okay. is the session that has to do with the thing that caused me to be wronged. And so... This is Mm -hmm. the session. I'm very excited about my plus one. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate that. Uh, And then finally, we have the other Redding brother. We got we got Caleb Adam. Hey, that's about Caleb. Uh, I'm Caleb, and I'm just here on a road trip with my family. It's pretty awesome. And uh, don't go thinking I can't do a dare. There's not one dare that's ever been told to me that I haven't done. I haven't done it. So, yeah, that's my thing. Like, that's all I got to hold on to in this life. So before I die, I just wanted to be known that any dare that's told to me, I do. Okay. First scene. Here we go. We're starting. Dr. Krapiskel looks over towards Caleb and he says, I think... No, I dare you to kill Donna. Boom. The end. Thanks for playing, everybody. Thanks for coming in. That's Monster of the Week. It's quite the blast. finale, yeah. <laughs> in and out, that's the best. All right, uh, let's get going. So we have been in North Carolina, late 80s, early 90s era. Uh, we've got a family that has been it's tied together through their love of Grandma Muriel. Uh, Grandma Muriel, who passed away, who was reported to be murdered by Dr. Krapiskel, who is the arch nemesis of the family. You got called to this North Carolina town uh, to specifically to the neighborhood of Hagen Estates uh, by an old friend of your grandmother's possible lover. uh, And you started investigating the body of a man who washed up on shore of a lake whose a couple of his uh, his organs were missing and there was no clear way that they were removed. Eventually, it became clear that they were removed from an existing orifice. It had something to do with the lake. You guys went out on the lake and you found a creature that kind of looked like a turtle with a hole, like a, a bowl in its head. And that tried to wrestle Phil down into the water. You guys tried to go back out and trap it and kill it. But then a massive crocodile 
uh, popped up out of the water to sort of interrupt you for that. You've also heard these these rumors that there's a like there's a Sasquatch uh, across the across the lake in the wooded area on the other side from uh, where the neighborhood might be. All sorts of weird stuff. And uh, you decided, uh, after having kind of a weird encounter with the uh, with a man named Rob Petrie, the head of a a, a patio furniture company, uh, to pay him a visit uh, at his furniture store. And that's when you discovered that sort of hidden in all of this furniture are these very highly advanced metallic spheres that seem to be surveillance devices of some kind. Uh, and Phil, who broke into the manager's office. Uh, of this furniture store was actually able to find, first of all, the, the office was a, was a fraud, but he did find access, or at least he had a, a, a view of this highly advanced, uh, highly advanced monitoring station of some kind. Later, Anton and Corbin got, were able to get to sneak back into the sort of the employee only area. And then towards the, uh, uh, towards the cargo bays of the, uh, of the, sh- of the shop. And that's where you found a lot of those other, other spheres, just getting, just waiting to go into some of this furniture. Donna and Caleb, meanwhile, you, well, the two of you were playing, uh, sort of decoy and you were causing a little bit of a scene as there was, there was a camera crew on site that was filming B roll for commercials that were going to come out. And in doing so, uh, that kind of pissed some people off. And so they called a Mr. Gallagher out to uh, to deal with you. And it was a kind of a dorky looking guy with a lab coat. And he started touching these random items around you. They all lit up and suddenly the store was gone and you all were transported somehow to some highly advanced technical center. And that's when you saw Rob Petrie who turned around and basically revealed to you that he he knew your family and he's known him for some for some time and that he was in fact your arch nemesis dr crepiscal okay so that's where we're at now you would probably think that we would start with donna and caleb but that that's not what we're gonna do instead we're gonna start with the other three because they're alive and it makes more sense uh so <laughs> phil Last we saw of you, you had just left the manager's office. Mm-hmm. I'll say you do a quick look around and you can see that you don't notice any of your family. No Donna, no Caleb, no Anton, no Corbin. Nobody is on the floor any longer. What do you want to do, man? Um, I mean, I would imagine they found some lead or something like that. Uh, or maybe they got themselves in trouble somewhere else um so i'm trying to remember do i do i recall uh what everyone was doing because i know two of them were causing a distraction um yeah i think about- we'll say that you recall that that caleb and donna were kind of causing some problems and you remember that corbin was doing something probably with his uh his his, his sort of scrying yeah. vision kind of deal and that's probably the extent of it something like that okay. uh well i'm gonna nonchalantly make my way to the bathroom okay uh, all right and at least i i can tell if uh if corbin was there okay we'll say you head into the bathroom uh the public bathroom public facing for all customers mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a fairly well-kept bathroom. It doesn't smell too bad. 
Uh, it's not very mm. big. It is a furniture store. Uh, uh, and you don't notice Corbin. And you don't notice a mess on the ground. So you're pretty sure he hasn't been here. Okay. Um, I need to tell someone about this, but I don't know what to do because I'm all on my own. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll we yeah. can say you just sit in the bathroom for a bit. Do your business. Okay. <laughs> we okay. check like, in. Well, while I'm here. Okay. Anton, Corbin, last we saw you, you two were messing around by yourselves. You got left by the one of the uh, sort of assistant managers because Corbin got sick. And so you two have been in the back of the store all by yourselves, employee-only areas. What do you guys want to do? Okay, so we, uh, we got a key from someone's mm-hmm. locker. We checked mm-hmm. out that special room. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't there like a loading dock or something we were looking at? There's a loading dock and you found that there was like a secure, a, a secure stack of boxes that once you broke into it, had all those little severe. That's right. The surveillance, surveillance stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we know what to look for now. I'm going to take pictures of all this stuff, of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. You got a little bit of time probably before someone cycles back here because you do, you do know that there were a lot of people out front. There were there were customers, but a lot of the workers were up at the floor because they were dealing with the customers. They were dealing with like the camera crew. So there is a lot of just natural distraction that's keeping the back area. But at some point, someone's going to buy something and they're going to come back here to, you assume, load up a surveillance device and then take this uh, take this puppy out of the back. So. You guys have like a, you have a couple minutes if you wanted to do something in particular. You don't really not to do. I'm usually looking for something to burn, um, but there there has to be like a reason for all these little orb thingies. Like, yep, I did want to snag one just so that no maybe someone that is electronically minded amongst us can look at it. Actually, Corbin. Um, can you see if there's anything that's beyond just technology with these? Yeah, I could try that, I guess. Okay. Um, what does that look like? Okay. How, do, how do you do that? Uh, so one of the pieces of starting gear I had was basically like a little ritual dagger. I don't know how to pronounce it. A tame, maybe? Sure. So okay. he pulls out his little ritual dagger, you know, try and find some like little... It's really not much more than him, like, trying to pop one open and then, you know, you know, dripping some wax around it, kind of doing some incantations and seeing if anything reverberates. Wouldn't be sure. too much more than just, like, for the effect, do I detect magic? Uh, sure. Like, uh, this sounds e- either like investigative mystery, but if you wanted to say this is more you using your magical acumen to, 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 to sort of divine what's going on, and we can say use magic if that's your preference. I definitely would be, yes. Yeah, go for it. All right, we'll give it a try. Uh, All right, that is a 11. Uh, So uh, I'll tell you this. uh, The answer to your question, as you take take out your your ritual knife and you hold it next to the sphere, you actually notice that little otherwise imperceptible like rivets and lines inside that uh, met, that that sphere begin to light up. Uh, it, it's again they're, they're almost minute. It looked perfectly 
perfectly flat and sheer. And, but now you realize there's these little almost imperceptible grooves. And not only that, but your your dagger begins to shake in some particular way. And as you crank the sort of the the, the hemisphere of it and mm-hmm. pop the top off, you realize on the inside of the cap of this thing, there are these almost like minute, almost microscopic glyphs. You're looking, you can barely see. Like if you got a magnifying glass, you could probably see. Someone has, you don't know how, but someone has uh, has like imprinted into this device some kind of magical charm. Oh, you're so smart, Anton. You're absolutely right. I can't exactly make out what they're writing what this is i mean part of me thinks it would be some sort of scrying spell but it's so hard to make out and they don't use the same codex i do so to speak um this is weird it's really weird that would take so much work these things are so tiny somebody either a somebody's really good and could just knock these out or do they have like a bunch of people like just do they have like some weird labor force that's making all of these? Like, that's what that's where my brain goes. Like, how are they doing this? Because this takes a lot of work. I would have to spend all weekend to make one of these. Is there? I think I asked last time if there were any like stamps on the outside of the boxes. But is there like an invoice in any of these? Uh sure. Or in I the guess. one we have open, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say that you can find. Um... We'll say that inside the box itself, you, maybe you find some ma- manufacturing data, like kind of imprinted on the inside. Um, it it's it references a company, uh, like I think it was like Crepiscal Kri- Incorporated, something like that. I can't remember mm-hmm. the exact phrasing I used last time, but it's got your your arch nemesis's name in in the title of the company. Yeah. D- did it have an address though? Uh, it does, uh, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be North Carolina. It's not local. Uh, it seems okay. like outside of the state. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Okay. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's make our way back to the crew room before anyone gets suspicious of our activities. Snap a few more pictures. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and we'll say the two of you get back out onto the floor, uh, without any issues. And we'll cut over finally to Caleb and Donna. Uh, bodies laying on the ground, torn to pieces. No, uh, there you are, surrounded <laughs> by all manner of of Crepiscal's goons in this glowing, technically advanced cave. It, it, again, it looks like it looks better than something out of Star Trek or Star Wars. It, it, it just looks unreal. You see all sorts of these panels that almost appear flat. You can see that there's clear extremely clear like footage of what look like areas around the you know hagen estates and lake hagen you can see places you might remember from your time on the golf course or going around the neighborhood you can see the lake itself you also see plenty of other devices that are monitoring and tracking things you see almost looks like heartbeat monitors that kind of deal like it looks like there's a heavy a heavy amount of surveillance happening and Dr. Krapiskel is standing in front of you, and it's not like he is not without defenses. There are several security officers around him uh, in here and there flanking him. Uh, but he, without any real concern, he just, he looks over at you and he says, 
I thought for certain that it would be Benkowski that would uncover this first, but I suppose a blind, dumb squirrel finds an acorn every now and then. Yeah. Hello, blind, dumb squirrels. Hey. You son of a bitch, I should have killed you. How did I not recognize you? And Donna's just, like, absolutely fuming that, like, we've had interactions with this person and didn't recognize him. So yes. she's just, like, she's not dumb, so she's not just going to charge him because there's guards around, but she is Are fuming. you saying there are holes in your memory, perhaps? <laughs> This isn't the first time we've had this conversation, and it what? probably won't be the, the hell last. are you talking about? <laughs> this is not a conversation we've had before. Sure it is. Of course it is. Well, by my count, this is well, this will be the third time, in fact. So if we've had this conversation before, have I killed you before? <laughs> no. No, my dumb blind squirrel, you did not. Hi. Why do you want to kill him? That's an He's excellent the question, one that Caleb. killed Grandma Muriel. I, oh, cool, am the, I didn't kill Muriel. <laughs> yes, is... you just sh shut up. Yes, you did. No, no, I did not. Do you remember me killing Muriel? Do you have evidence of me? Killing Muriel. Don't don't try to confuse me. You killed Grandma Muriel. Did I? Well, I've killed many people, but why would I kill darling, sweet, beautiful Muriel? I don't know. I, if you did, you, why don't you just tell us? I've said multiple times now, kid. I haven't. Just because uh, you, you know say it doesn't make it true. You're an asshole. You killed her. Well... There's an asshole. Well, that's the Donna I remember. <laughs> so filled with spit and vinegar. Wonderful. It's that. Your ass is going to be filled with my foot up it if you don't stop it with this. You <laughs> killed her. What? What is with, why are you denying it? Because <laughs> I did not kill her. Of course then I Then who did? Then who did? Well. You're so freaking smart. Who killed They're her? They're standing right over there against the wall. Down the looks to the wall. You look and you see it's a very reflective metallic wall. And you see yourself and Caleb staring back at you. There's nobody over there. <laughs> I think he's saying we did it. Thank you, Caleb. Excellent. How'd we do it? Well, quite violently, if I recall correctly. Torn to pieces, I believe. We didn't it? even get into doing any of this stuff until after she was murdered. What the hell are you talking about? I'd even Came picked up a gun before that. Gaps in the memories. Oh, I guess... I guess I have went too far last time. Just erased too many things. Hmm. Well... Here for your revenge of some kind. Well, go right ahead. Stab me. Kill me. Slay me. Go right ahead. 
And he like just stands up with his arms held wide. Hey, uh, Donna. Yeah, Caleb. I'll do it if you want me to, but I don't think this is a good idea. But I'll do it because ducks fly together. We always stick together. But if anyone's going to do anything, I'm going to shoot him where he stands. But for right right now, he's playing with us. So no, I'm not going to shoot you right now with all of your guards here. I know you think I'm stupid, but I'm not that stupid. I stand corrected. You've matured. That's wonderful to see. Muriel would be very happy. Now, could you quit fucking around in my backyard? I have very careful studies I'm trying to uh, conduct here, and you're, you're, you're terribly interfering. Well, hey, I, I got an idea. Well, <laughs> this should be interesting. Yes, Caleb. So if we're, like, interfering and you didn't kill her, what's the harm in helping us out? Because then, you know, you don't have to see us again. You want my help? With what? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, did we really do it? Like, I I don't get it. Like, just help us understand. Well, you didn't mean to kill her, of course. It was an accident of sorts. You were under a certain compulsion. Let's you say. you made us do something we didn't no. want to do. I still don't believe that we killed her ourselves. Well, excuse me, um, Frederick, please, could you play? Oh, what was it? And he spouts off like a random date. Uh, and then on one of the monitors, you see this footage show up um, of you, Donna, and Caleb, and the rest of your your family. And you guys are just lighting up your grandmother. You can see she's just standing there, and you got guns, you've got torches, you've got Molotovs, like everything. You're just, it's just a full-on brigade. And she's, like, firing back at you guys, and she's you know doing kind of... Almost supernatural abilities with cartwheels and weaving, and she's casting spells and she's shooting fireballs at you guys, that sort of thing. Oh, hey, look who discovered you can go on the internet and like fake videos. Whoa, you did such a good job. Congratulations. Darling, it's 1989. The internet is not freely accessible to everyone. That's not a memory thing. That's just perhaps the person <laughs> playing Donna, her memory of when this was set. Was. <laughs> Congratulations. You learned how to work VCRs and do cool things with them. Yay for you. Well, thank you. So here's how this is going to go. I will give you an opportunity to keep whatever precious memories you and yours have, have collected in your time here. And if you choose to tell your family about the revelation about Grandmother Muriel, well, that is entirely up to you. But in return, I ask that you not just leave the store, but leave us to our very important work. Is that, is that understood? I have no desire to kill you. (laughs) 
Miori was a dear friend of mine. Why would I want to see her friends and family slaughtered and butchered and drained and repurposed into some terrible municipal waste? Why would I want that? I don't want that at all. So, do we have an agreement? And Donna just is just counting the number of people with guns around the area. Yeah, you're outnumbered, but, you know, you're Donna Theodore. Do whatever the <laughs> hell you want. Dude. Yeah. I hope I didn't need her. I think all of that was completely faked, but it didn't show eating. It showed shooting, so you're fine. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Uh. And as he fast forwards, you see, like, there's Caleb. Uh. Oh, no. It's, it's not. It's faked. It's, there's new technology these days. It's faked. That's not what happened. You know right. how many people we've met that have been friends of grandmas and more than friends of grandmas. Does this yeah, guy? she really did. Does get this around. asshole seem like someone that she would have been friends with? No. I never met a person it. she wouldn't treat with respect. But uh... well, you honor her memory well with that. But she wasn't an idiot. Of that we agree. Now uh, you are an unpleasant person. That is much like the pot calling the kettle black. I feel we are unpleasant in different ways. Now, if you would be so kind as to follow Frederick, could you lead them back, please? Uh, and again, I will assume that if you leave, that our deal is fine. Just pack up your things and go. If, however, you remain within the town proper, I will assume that our deal is no good. And if that is the case, then we will have a separate conversation, one that will not end so amicably. And if you... Yeah, because this threat, has just been a blast. Well, I've quite enjoyed it, Caleb. No. No? Well, I'm Frederick? Frederick, you're supposed to take my... Frederick, take my... Frederick, thank you. <laughs> now, yeah whatever and he makes a motion Frederick leads you guys out and he takes you to the same room you kind of started in he just starts hitting these random things and everything starts to shimmer uh, can I try to roll like. a investigate a mystery well what is it you're doing you tell me what you're doing I'm, and tr- we'll I'm see what the like is. essentially it would be like an awareness or observation basically like our surroundings, the buttons he's pushing, like I'm trying to really pay attention to all the details. Of course. I, that sounds more like really a bad situation, but yeah. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. I think that makes a little um, bit more sense. I'm not particularly sharp, so I will, and I think we have to call this ahead of time, what? take an audience. Yeah. <laughs> For the plus, I think it's a flat plus one we were doing. All right. Um, so, holy Whoa. goodness. Double With sixes. Nice. That is fantastic. And don't forget your plus one at the end. That's true. You have a 13. Uh, okay, so think, yeah. 
I'll tell you, I mean, obviously you're going to get a couple questions, obviously, but one of them will be, you know, the correct order of activation that he used. That's not a problem. Um, let's see, you get hold three. So there's two other things. So like you basically have your best way out of here. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll say once you return to the floor of the store and using when you return coupled with what you remember from when you first teleported, we'll say you can have what the best way in. So you'll have best way in and best way out. You have a third question if you would like to use it. Um, Caleb, if you have thoughts, I was thinking any dangers we haven't noticed, maybe. Uh, yeah, that sure. sounds good. What you notice is that they seem to be uh, in the in the short time that you were in there, that they seem to be monitoring and studying various cryptids and monsters that they are somehow like luring and controlling and moving around a bit in the area. And so you you saw like a monitor that had to do with the crocodile. You had monitors that had to do with the Sasquatch. Monitors that had to do with the Kappa. Monitors that had to do with some other like ghost-like creature. Uh, that they are referencing. And so they have several of these. So they seem to be studying them. uh, And he is obviously in charge of that. So it does feel like they're in some ways keeping monsters at bay, but on the other hand, potentially experimenting with the town and the area with these monsters. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to cut back to the store where Phil, you flush the toilet, you wash your you wash your hands? You wash your hands. Yeah. You step out. Just want to make sure. And there you yeah. see coming out of the employee-only area, Anton and Corbin. Hey, guys. I was just looking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Corbin got just a little sick there, but I think we're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your hospitality. Everything's good. Thanks. Uh, there is an employee that, uh, was just walking past. He's like, you're welcome. (laughs) And then continues on. What do you guys want to do? Uh, Phil, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's talk outside. I was about (laughs) to suggest. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we'll say this happens while the Caleb Donacine was going on. So they're not quite back yet. Unless you guys trigger your, one of the, one of the trigger your, your one, uh, teamwork ability we'll see the three of you can leave without no one stops you like a couple of people kind of watch you mm-hmm. as you move around and you do guys i would say all of you guys are fairly astute you do notice that there is a well there are a lot more people that seem to be working here now than like 20 minutes ago like they just and they're and then some of them are dressed kind of kind of oddly like they don't quite match up the like and you're not sh- and you don't remember seeing them maybe it's something to do with the commercial maybe it's not who knows um but ask, the, yeah uh, before like as we're leaving like the the employee area in the back do yeah. they have like company polos that some of these employees wear uh, i think that's like- a perfectly reasonable thing to find uh we'll say somewhere uh somewhere in like the shift like a not like a like a shift supervisor or kind of underneath and and still in shrink you find a few that they would give to new employees maybe is there a uh, chance to, to have snagged one or two of those uh sure why don't well, you'll you'll get at the minimum one um okay. 
let's say act under give me an act under pressure roll. Okay. And we'll say you'll get a minimum one if you do really well. Like you'll you potentially get more. So as long as you get a partial success, we'll say one, and anything higher than that is. is we'll add a plus one because I did use magic on my previous action. So okay. ten. I'll say uh, with ten, there were two of you. You grabbed two. So you have one one for you and one for Anton. You have two. Can I slide yeah. one over to Anton. Yeah. Okay. So guested manage. So we'll say you guys go out in the parking lot. Three of you by yourselves. You don't have yeah. no, no sign of Donna, no sign of Caleb. Uh, it's middle of the afternoon, like lunchtime ish. Plenty yeah. of folks here uh, that seem to be genuine customers and other strange looking folk. What do you guys want to do? Uh, well, first, I want to share information. Um, they've got this crazy high tech room back there and like the not manager's manager's office. And like, it's like a wiggly wall that you just kind of walk through and like, like tracking information and like a map of the area. Like it was nuts. They've got these little super tech orbs that are full of like weird little like runes, like I don't know how they could make so many of them with all these tiny little runes on them. Like, how are they doing this? You didn't, you didn't bring any of them with you, did you? So there were a lot of dots on that map that I saw, and you know, Quinky Dinks. Maybe we should talk outside of these strange little marbles. Maybe. I hate you and you're ugly. Maybe they can hear us. Let's hope. Uh, where are the other two? They were running the distraction. I'm not exactly sure where they went. Yeah, last I saw they were running the distraction so I could sneak into the manager's office well um, um i don't want to be a downer but let's just assume uh things went terribly wrong okay so let's go if, find him oh. yeah i okay yes okay in we go. Okay. You go back inside. Uh, a few of the employees kind of give you a weird look, but then others are more like, oh, you see, you thought about it. You're coming back. You want something, don't you? You saw something you like. You had to think about it. And now you're back. I knew you couldn't stay away. I knew you couldn't stay away. That one chair was so comfortable. I know. I would Aren't they really comfortable? like a, a very nice recliner. More importantly... My sister and his brother, last we saw they were wandering around the cells floor. Any ideas of where they might be? Uh, what do they look like? I describe. Oh. Uh, oh, well, there you go, right there. And as you turn around, you can see over in this sort of like jungle tiki set area, you can see Donna and Caleb having moments prior as you were like, your back was to them. They did the teleport thing, and they're back in that, that sort of 
that, that little display that's very much set up like it's inside of a jungle, except it's just furniture all around. And you can see the two of them are there and they have a handful of these very mean looking um, employees around them uh, who are pointing the two of them towards the door. And we'll say at this point, Donna, Caleb, you can you can see your your family. And Donna's just wide-eyed as she's kind of walking down and kind of rejoining all of you. And she just well. silently just points outside. Okay. Away okay. I go. You guys are outside. You're away from the store. All five of you are together. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, first, I would definitely recommend that we we take all those marbles and we go put them in the back of Donna's truck, and then we all climb into the Astro Van. What? What do? You, what, what do you have? Well, they are not mine. They're they're Corbin's and Anton's, but they're marbles, magic marbles that they found. Petri is Crepuscle. So Industries is the one making these little things. Wait. You're the weird guy that we met at the golfing tournament. You're saying it's, you know, Mr. Asshole that killed our grandmother? Yeah, let's burn this place down. Let's go. Uh, okay, I'll so go get the gas that, can out the back. Yes, I... I've got some matches. No. I... Well, we may end up there, and I'm not. I'm not ruling that out. Um, but and she kind of looks over at Caleb. Um, I think we did it. Wait, what? Yeah, I did what? Yeah, it was on video. It showed what us we fought Grandma, and then I ate her. Okay. So, w wait, when did this happen? What are you did, What are you talking about? You showed us so the video. There's a there's a there's a way to get from the room that we were in and like push buttons, like lights mm -hmm. and buttons and and whatever, and then we're somewhere else. It's not there, and he, I think it's fake. I still think it's fake. Mm -hmm. But he like has a video that supposedly is us having a fight with Grandma. So he just showed you the fight. He didn't show you any context. No, that's true. But okay, um, did did the video have a date on it? Um, Caleb, did the video have a date on it? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, Jess said there was a random day, but I think it's. Yeah, uh, we'll say it is the day that you commonly associate with the death of your grandmother. Yeah. Okay. Insert here. Okay. Okay. Here, here's the reason I asked. It's, it's the right I, date. I just need to go find a bathroom stall, because you know what? I think this is one of the situations where that guy is giving us a half truth. He's a fucking asshole. What we need to do is get some fucking context. Oh, like maybe she was a vampire. Well. He said he was friends with her, which I think is ridiculous. Like, that's not someone she would have been friends with. I mean, I think this is an easy situation. 
either a he like actors you know faked it b maybe it wasn't grandma maybe it wasn't us maybe it wasn't grandma or b you we we know how crazy you know dr k is no he's got strange magic balls hidden in all the furniture of this Mm -hmm. store Mm -hmm. somehow he's leveraging turtles with bowls on their head and giant crocodiles Let's just say, if we believe him, and it was us that killed Grandma. No, then it we killed the person that looked no. like Grandma in that video. What I'm saying is, I'm gonna look for a nearby store that's not this place. I'm just gonna walk to there and go to their restroom. There is a Kmart hey, not too far away. Yeah. The nice. Kmart, awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the Kmart bathroom. I'm gonna regret I don't know this how so he did bad. It. He faked it. I know uh, he had well, right. He had. I think mind control. So that's what he kept saying that like we've had this conversation with him before that this is like the third time we've had the same conversation and he's claiming that he's wiped our memories. I think he's full of crap. I don't think it's happening. I I think he's just saying it to make us guess and wonder. Um, I don't know how we did the video thing, but I mean, I just, I know how to like put a VCR in and push play or push record. I don't know how to do all that. If it was us, he mind controlled us. You just said that he yeah. wiped our brains more mind control. So he said, "Yeah, editing's more. important. Star Wars would have sucked without a good editor." Okay, yeah. so it's just I the mean, way it goes. That's absolutely true. Fair point. Okay, so context. That's where I'm going. Kmart bathroom mm-hmm. stall. Oh my god, this is terrible. Corbin, can you <laughs> can you maybe like hypnotize one of us and see if we can bring back any of those memories? Don't know. See, so I've got a rote like doing the the um, the divination. Like that's one of my rotes. I can do that easy peasy. What you're talking about, I could try it. The divination like works without really any risk. What you're talking about, I could boil your eyeballs. Can you shoot for just one eye? Yes. I'm game. Okay. I, I just don't like the idea of someone getting in there and noodling around. I mean, it's, you know, it goes back to those mind control okay. lasers from the satellites. I get it. I There's, get it. So I'm going to get some context for that day. What? Look, you get probed one time and, and from there no. on. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, the probing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But he's just, I'm just pouring the wax down around the toilet, just nodding and agreeing. Okay, and it is nasty in here. It is it is a very very gross, How did, very disgusting. Why public Kmart restaurant? Like it's one of see it's one of the bathrooms where like the little metal thing that holds the toilet paper in there is like hung open and somebody smeared toilet shit paper? on the side of the toilet paper. Oh what toilet Why? paper are you talking about? How I've seen that <laughs> and it disgusts me so and gross. I hate people so much because I've seen that. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, you just hear, you just hear like crying, like crying family, et cetera, et cetera. And you look over and they're just there and like mom's smoking a cigarette and she's in the wrong one. And then she like leads them out and she's like, fine, if you want your privacy, take your pride. Why are you pouring wax? Never mind. I don't care. And she takes her kids out and uh, there's all manner of graffiti in every which way. 
uh, saying various things about your mother, uh, but not necessarily your or mother, pretty much anyone's time. mother. Oh, your oh. mother. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so are we, are you trying to, what are you trying to divine? You're trying to divine something? So I can look at a specific time with the rote. Okay. Basically, that's my one like special spell I have as a hex is the divination. Mm-hmm. So because I have a date, I'm going to go there. They've kind of described it to me. So what I want to basically take is the date. They've described something. I want to see the time leading up to that. Okay. Give it a rip. Give it a roll. Let's see how I you do. Try. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Take a plus one. I will take a plus one. Or you know what? <laughs> you I, re- I really want to know this. Like a seven or an eight. So you can always get like within the window of partial. It's the last session. Yeah. So if you've got any you luck, spend a luck left, you can use it. I'm going to spend it. a luck. It's one of those things like he's trying to do it, but there's just, uh, there's one of those little things. It was like a, uh, like a little thing clinging to the side of the toilet that it unclogs at the wrong time. And I can't see what's mm-hmm. going on. And I have to like, I have to, uh, I got to redo it. Yeah. I'll spend the luck. Okay. You see a parking lot of a, um, strip mall of some kind, dark late at night, uh, early in the AM, whatever it might be. You, it's not unlike the one that you're nearby. In fact, that, that Petrie's patio is in. um, it is years ago, we'll say, uh, but there's really no normal activity. None of the stores seem to be open. Uh, and you can see that yourselves um, are there. You can see that Dr. Krapiskel is there. Uh, you can see that there are these strange vehicles and equipment and such all over the place here and there. Uh, again, it just it looks like something out of again science fiction like it's just it makes no sense like you know zombies are one thing but this is ridiculous like it just it just looks absurd because uh, the cars or the vehicles themselves they have no no clear signs of wheels they all seem to just sort of be like hovering in some ways and lit in strange strange ways uh and then you see that there is dr Krapiskel, uh is is kind of sitting on one of them or standing on one of them and it's kind of hovering up there and you can see these big bright lights shine around him and his hands kind of open wide and shooting and arcing out of them are these like light tendrils in some way and they all snake down and they immediately wrap around each of your heads as it looks like moments prior you were fighting him it wasn't going particularly well uh, as you can see that many of you were suffering some damage here and there. Uh, you can see Phil on his side. looks like he, he took a bad blow in his, uh, in his hip. You can see Caleb leg clearly broken. Like everyone suffered some horrific damage. And then these light tendrils wrap around your heads and just begin to burrow into your ears. And as they do, your eyes all go bright and white. You don't see any signs of iris or people anymore and they're just glowing and shortly thereafter you see the familiar vehicle of grandma muriel whatever she would normally drive station wagon who knows pulling up and parking a little bit away and she starts coming up 
and she's got what looks like one shotgun over one shoulder, another shotgun and another showed up bandolier filled with shotgun shells, another bandolier filled with grenades. All around her waist, she's got various vials of holy water and other alchemical mixtures. Uh, and you can see as she's moving along, she's calling out and she's like, Give me back my family, you son of a bitch. And she's just calling out. And he's just cackling. <laughs> oh, my dear. If you want them, you can have them. And he rips the lights out of your ears. And you all turn around, your eyes still glowing, starting to fade. And then he says, kill her. And you all start charging in and fighting your grandmother. And that's about the time in which what, what Donna and Caleb described suddenly kept, you kept, your vision catches up to. Corvo just vomit horribly okay. upon seeing that. It fits perfectly in the Kmart bathroom. Nothing's amiss. Anton uh, lights up a cigarette. Anton, I don't think you want those back. <laughs> oh, perfectly in a Kmart. <laughs> so, Donna, I'm really sorry. I think it is true. He, Donna's like hanging out in like with her head in the men's room. Yeah, he's clearly wiping off like, like <laughs> you know, he probably didn't throw up very much because he eats the what dry toast for nearly every meal. Like it's like Not two much. ounces of vomit, but he's still wiping off the speck. Uh, it was true, um, but he can do apparently these weird light tendril things that they get in our head, um, and it. She was trying to save us. From him, but he got in our heads and he made us do what you saw. So it was, it was Wait, my control. He, he, he told the truth. He well, told, yeah, truth. he told the truth, but didn't give you everything. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's what I but, do when I want to be an asshole. So that's just. But but bullet but bullets from my gun killed grandma. Um, you know it was. There was a lot going on. Uh, it was a team effort. <laughs> I gotta uh, say, you're a much better shot than you usually are. Uh, and she's going to go into the ladies' room. Okay, I'm, I need to take a second to try and think if I could think a way to... Because, number one, we're going to go find him, and we're going to murder the shit out of him. But second. two... I need to try and think of a way to keep him from putting light tendrils in our heads. Yeah, we didn't. Helmets. 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 Honestly. To the sporting goods job. We're in a Kmart. They have everything here. We actually, something that is reflective, as much as it would make us look like a bunch of loons, tinfoil hats probably aren't a bad idea. Uh, also... You know, and, and because I'm a spellcaster, like I'll try and think of like the general, like the way he moved his hands. Did it look like he had to do control, like the same way, like a, a caster has to, like have, like, the manipulation of his hands to enable it. Uh nothing came out of his hands. He did gesticulate with him. Uh, okay. Hard to read whether that was for show or for necessity, though. I don't know. It's what he's doing. It's weird. Like he's got magic type. 
elements, but it's not really magic. It doesn't match up with what I know. I'm really sorry. Okay, tinfoil hats. We're in Kmart. Let's buy some tinfoil. They got everything. Here's what we're doing. We're going to go get ourselves some bike helmets, some tinfoil, some duct tape. We're going to go to Camping Supply, and they sell those little cans of, like, like Sterno, the jelly fuel. We're going to buy a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that's, that's as far as my plan's gone so far. Probably get reflective bike helmets that already have kind of a shiny. We could. Maybe. I'd feel better if we fully foiled it. And sunglasses, super reflective, like aviators. Oh yeah, get the Ray Bans, the Ray Ban aviators. Yeah, yeah. that's All quite right. a look with tinfoil hats and Ray Bans. Yeah. Uh, okay, you all. Go shopping. I'm gonna I'm gonna go check on Donna. Well, so and by shopping, I fully intend for us to steal everything. Oh yeah, of course. Uh well don't you guys actually have you guys we have stolen credit cards. cards? Yeah, what are yeah. your abilities that you actually have like wealth at your disposal? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Slush oh. fund. Yeah, you have slush fund. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. can technically afford it. anything we need. But revenge is a lot better if you stole your revenge supplies. Yeah, well, he he doesn't own the Kmart though. Like this, that it sucks here. But listen, mm-hmm. Kmart just, is so financially well off. Yeah, that even if we stole everything in this store, there's no risk of Kmart ever going out of true. business. Kmart's yeah. indestructible. Yeah. Gonna be around for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Eventually, in a hundred years, it would be like instead of like Democrat Republican, it'd be the Kmart party and the Walmart. The Walmart party, party. Yeah. yeah. It'll never get replaced by other vendors. Nope. Anything yeah. ever. That adventure, man. Venture ain't never going away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anton, oh. Caleb, and Corbin, you start shopping. Uh, what is what does Phil find when he barges into the women's bathroom, Donna? What are you up to? She is bent over like one of the sinks um, and just sort of like continuously just sort of splashing water in her face. You can tell that she's like her eyes are very red um, and the knuckles on her right fist are also very red. Um, And so she doesn't doesn't even hear the door open when you come in. Well, I know better than to get too close before I announce myself. Uh, like, I, hey there, sis. Um, oh, 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 oh. Oh, it must be that water. Kmart water. It, it's got like some irritants or something in it, like extra chlorine or something. This sucks. Yeah. Not only did he kill our grandmother, but he used us to do it. We're going to kill him, right? We are going to kill him harder than we ever thought about killing him before. That was pretty hard before. I I won't ever get that picture out of my head, though. Listen, it wasn't us. I mean, it, it was physically, it was us. 
but he was controlling us like puppets. There was nothing we could have done to stop him. That's what that's what Corbin saw. It, that is exactly what Corbin saw. He had some weird light magic that completely took us over. She was there to save us, and he used us against her like a weapon. So we're going to kill him. We're going to kill him. And all of them. And destroy all the shit that they've gotten there. Right now, the others are getting supplies to protect us from the light thing. Uh, I told them to get some uh, some of that uh, campfire starter stuff so we can, you know, throw lobbing cans of flaming goo at him. Why don't we go buy sporting goods and buy you a new gun? Could use some more ammo. Um, so we, mm. we have to go into the thing, but then we've got to go somewhere else. So there's like a control room and you got to like push some buttons and then you go somewhere you else. You remember so how to get us use, there? I paid close attention. Good job. So we okay. don't want to use all of the stuff on the store because the store is just the front. We've got to save yeah, it for the other. Yeah. And then the store on the way out. Yeah, we uh, we get in there. We murder him hard. We burn it all down. And we keep burning it all down. And then we get out of town. Okay. All right. Thanks, Phil. You got it. Let's go get some bullets. <laughs> okay. So, shopping montage... Ooh. And now it's over. Uh, okay, so you've got <laughs> everything you need. <laughs> yes. And uh, whatever it is that you wanted, you, you guys uh, managed to purchase from Kmart. Anything you could have gotten from Kmart, you have. Mm -hmm. So then the question is, is once that's done, once you've collected all your materials, uh, what's the plan? It's By the time you're done with the shopping montage, talking, heart-to-hearts, that kind of thing, it's probably still daylight. Uh, are we doing okay. this during the day? Are you waiting till the night? Are you waiting till the store is I mean, closed? He knows we're here. I think the longer we wait, the worse it gets. I, I, I have so. one more idea for preparation, though. True. When I when I pulled out my ritual dagger, it gets the thing. It kind of, there was like a little resonance, right? It hits me. I should. I'm going to try and study that resonance for a little bit, and I'm going to try to focus on the the counter to it. Because if I can, if I may not be able to read exactly what the runes are, but if I can get the feeling for the resonance of it, maybe it can have an idea for what the counter spell to it would be, like something to help. If I could create my own uh, repercussions, anti resonance, anti resonance. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking mm -hmm. his power seemed to make a lot of use of, like, you know, pointing at the little bug. Technology as well? Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. if we uh, grounded ourselves in some way, it would help. But we're still at Kmart. Let's grab some jumper cables. And just put, like, something on the bottom, something metal on the bottom of our shoe. And then wrap it up to, like, our ankle and tape it in yeah. place. Just, Yeah. Yeah, we're geniuses. Okay. All of that, I think, is incredibly reasonable to do in your prep. Corbin, why don't you give us, like, a read the situation? Um, okay. And depending on how you do, you might get a, a hold for later uh, on, uh, okay. on a potential read magic. Read a bad situation. Yeah. Um, okay, 10 plus. Hold three. So what I'll say is... Uh, I'll say take a hold three 
you can ask questions if you want, or you can just hold on to that. And if you wanted to use that, basically like a plus one later, uh, yeah. for like, yeah, on something else. His hope is to try to and just the get the feel for how this works. You yeah. may not fully understand, but just when the sure. time comes to try and yeah. counter weird stuff. Yeah, we'll pay, probably we'll be pay more that, that we're not aware of. Yeah, we'll pay that forward until again at some point when you use the dagger or the magic, you'll be able to get bonuses from that for sure. Okay. Um so you guys are going during the day, just gonna charge right in. Yeah. All right. So I mean, I think that's even one of our like our questions for the Yeah, <laughs> do something do crazy and stupid. Fight? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Do something Donna, excitement. Take extremely Donna, dangerous risks. <laughs> that's what it's Donna like. okay. wants to try to Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I've got two. I've got two of their polos. If we just want to cause some confusion, that we're wearing like employee polos when we go charging in. It may buy us an extra thirty seconds, so you know, can't hurt. Yes. I want to try because you you said he was doing like stuff with his hands, right? Mm. He was, but it. In fairness, it wasn't like the energy was coming straight out of his hands. It wasn't exactly the same as what I do. It. Okay. Felt similar. Maybe it's like these little balls. It's technology, but it's magic. I don't know. Okay. Because I could like bring a lasso and try to like lasso his hands and we can just drag him around by it and kill him. Or it could maybe stop him from doing stuff with his hands. If nothing else, that would feel really satisfying. It would feel really satisfying. Like draw and quarter this guy. Brilliant. Donna, I've oh. never liked you more than today. <laughs> Wait. I... I must say I've never hated myself more than today, but that's comforting. It's good to hear. Thank okay. you. You know, it's a pendulum. It goes both ways. All right. So before we let's not get too far into planning specificity, we'll just sort of act it out as we go. So you guys have all of the gear that you were able to to get at Kmart. Anything that you could have reasonably gotten at Kmart, you have access to. We'll say you uh, get back in your vehicles, you head back over in the direction of Kmart or not Kmart, of uh, a Petri's patio. Uh, and you see in front of you, it's in the in the sort of the dying light of the day uh, as the, the sun goes down in the west. You can still see uh, Petri's patio is, is, is open. There are people that are coming and going. It's not as big as a crowd as before, but it's there. You guys are standing there. You're looking out. Corbin, you have this distinct impression as you look over at this empty section of, uh, uh, you know, of the parking lot that it looks so much like what you saw in your vision. Maybe you're just imagining it. Maybe you're not, but it's right there. So you see them in front of you. You know, there's tons of people inside. Donna, you know, how to do the teleportation thing. Uh, walk me through what, what, what happens now? Okay. Fire alarm. Cause I, I'm a hundred, I am an asshole, but I'm not a hundred percent a dick. We should pull the fire alarm and the people that aren't in the know are going to run away. Because honestly, yes. this guy's no, he knows we're coming, right? Element of surprise. Fuck it. But we can get the people out of there if we pull the fire alarm. I like it. Okay. And Who does it? Burn this fucking place down. Hey, Action oriented conversation. Who does it? Who goes inside and pulls the fire? Alarm? I take one of the sternos, light it, okay. throw it into a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> outside or inside? Are we outside or inside? Inside. inside. Okay. inside. Uh, the doors go wide as the automated thing comes up. 
suddenly the music changes overhead and like inside of the the actual department store we hear what sounds like Def Leppard just comes on you light up one of the cinema pads you chuck it into one of these uh one of these 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 garbage cans near the entrance it it bursts up into flames far more than it probably should and you hear ah! as uh, random people start to scream uh and uh what next that's the wrong music there we go what's next uh, we got the fire. We make a dash for the, the jungle. Okay. You see standing out in front of you, Phyllis, you start to run in the direction of the jungle. There are many employees here. Many of them, though, half of them are freaking out over the fire. And so you see a lot of them are, 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 are running in that direction. Some of them are going and kind of trying to actually hit the fire alarm themselves. Another one's going for uh, a fire extinguisher. Uh, but then there's a few that they're muscular, they're tall, and they don't seem to give a shit about selling furniture. And they see you coming up, and you see their arms go out to the side, and you see manifesting in their arms digitally right in front of you some sort of gun, this futuristic gun. And he turns and he points in your direction, and he's like, Go no fucking further. Or I'm gonna melt your. I face. shoot him in the head. Okay. Oh God. Go oh ahead. no. He's a gun. You're in danger. Kicks him out. Plus one. Kicks him out. You can do it. Yeah. So yeah. we have a plus one to use. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right. Uh, Did sorry, we say it? two things happen simultaneously there? Because the <laughs> second Bert said I shoot him at the head, I say I throw a can of Stermino, uh, Sterno on him. Okay. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, roll. Uh, well, if you're throwing a canister, no, do you, do you want to roll this as like a help action? And like he, he shoots yes. the, the can. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So absolutely. roll help. So don't roll just yet. Anton roll. Uh, what's it called? Roll help out, Phil. Give that a roll. Uh, would you consider this a monster or just a person? Uh, I'll tell you what. It is, in fact, a monster, though it certainly looks like a person. So you don't know it's a. So you can take it. Go ahead, take whatever okay. bonus or whatever you got. So yeah. that that activates my power of the heart. I don't have to roll. It's just a ten. Okay, and so with wow. a ten, that gives Anton a plus one on his shot. As now there is this can coming in the direction of the guy who's trying to shoot his face melting gun in your direction, <laughs> Phil. Can Anton take it out of the air? He absolutely oh can't. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, Anton. God. You know this is near the end. I'm gonna it's a 12. I'm uh, spending a luck. Oh, you're spending a luck. Time. Time. First Every shot. Time. So, so consistent. It's so consistent. Some poor kid. You pull the trigger, the first shot misses, and you just hear from somewhere in the back of the store, ah! and then you pull the second gun, the second trigger again, and that's when it explodes right in the guy's face. Uh, okay, so he's gonna take some harm from that. Uh, do you have do you have the stats on your uh, on your gun? Do you know what you're doing? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, so the 38 revolver does two harm. Two harm. Okay. Yeah, and All I right. would have made a 12 on that since I used the luck. So if that figures into anything. Yeah. So if you're making a 12 on kick some ass, uh, you can basically, you basically get to pick an enhanced effect. So you can either suffer no harm at all back. You can give all hunters a plus one forward. You can inflict double the normal harm you would get back. Uh, or you can drive the enemy array in a route and it would only be this guy. There are other enemies. 
Uh, so it's up mm. to you. Which of those and extra effects do you want? I think it's Can a you drive tough, him away. I think it's a tough boy. So let's do a double the harm. Mm. Okay, double the harm will in fact kill him. Uh, as nice. you pull this up, you fire. <laughs> And his head explodes in this aquamarine green goo. And it just coats okay. Phil and all the fire around <laughs> from the explosion just begins to start letting all these fake plants and stuff on fire as well. Uh, and he falls down and you just see kind of leaking out of the hole in his neck where his head used to be. It's not red blood. It's just green goo. This aquamarine color just starts to pool. And then you see all of the others turn and look in your direction and he's and some of them are kind of speaking it sounds like and others are doing the same thing their arms jet out this way or jet out that way and each one of them is like manifesting some strange device some gun others look different and they start charging in your direction there's three more coming at the group uh anton and philip just taking out one what about the bottom row who's doing something what do you got i'd love to fireball the entire group of them Absolutely. Please go right ahead as you start to, to channel and you fire. Uh, use magic. You nice, can, if you want, to use one of those plus ones that you've got. You're sitting on a stack of three from what you learned because there is magic emulating everywhere. And you realize as you reach out and try to pull this destructive magic, it's actually you're having to strain a little bit more to get it as if something... Okay. Some I kind will. Of barrier is slowing you. I'll, I'll use I'll use one of them, and I'll use uh, my burn everything ability. Absolutely. Uh you know, I wow, dang it, that really... partial partial. <laughs> you are so consistent at rolling partial successes, and Bird is so consistent okay. at missing. Man, screw that! I'm I'm spending gun. luck. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna fireball the hell out of these guys. What's the damage on your fireball as it leaps three. out? Okay, uh, so three luck points. Would take me to a twelve. Do I get uh, any so you, extra for a twelve? Whispering the use magic. Um, I'm not sure. On a twelve plus, I'll give you some added benefit. You know what? If you want an extra point of damage, I'll give you an extra point of damage. Um, what I'll say is as it explodes, a few things are going to happen because even though Maybe these the things are happening, their brother was flammable. Yeah. So everything is kind of catching on fire. Anton, you're taking, uh, you're actually going to take a point of harm as the guys, he fell, this, the shot comes out and you can feel some, some sort of almost like thin saran wrap like explosion. It just sort of stuck to your face and you can feel the skin on your face. Anton is beginning to is sort of beginning to melt away. Corbin, as you send out your, uh, your fireball to explode, you realize standing behind you coming up from behind the register. There is another one of these who fires in your direction. And you, and you have the same thing, the back of your head. So, uh, both of you take one point of harm and you have this, this almost transparent uh, coating uh, that's burning away at you. Uh, there's yeah. one up behind the register that's got a bead on Corbin. Others seem to be activating elsewhere in the store, but that's in the immediate area. In terms of like a free run towards that that jungle that jungle component component, there's really just this one that's behind the the register. So Donna or Caleb, you want to jump in? Donna can Sorry, shoot Donna. on her way into the jungle. Okay, you turn, you see Corbin, you pull the gun out, you point it right at Corbin. Corbin, you sort of duck off to the side, and then Donna <laughs> pull the trigger, kick some ass. 
All right, so I Anton and Corbin did Chuck because they actually do take damage back because they they had the option as one of their effects to not take, so they they still will take some residue. Not you though. Uh, you I'm would. rolling awesome tonight. Uh, I got a ten plus, so I get an extra effect, and I and I actually had a plus one to that, so it's a twelve. So mm-hmm. an enhanced effect. Um, as we discussed with Bert's earlier, um, everybody gets a plus one. I don't suffer any harm. Attack inflicts double damage or attack drives the enemy away. So I'll do what Bert did and do double damage. See if we can okay. clear this room on the way in. And that will be enough to take them out, though they will get a shot off before the bullet obliterates and their head explodes into that goo. You two are like tagged with this little patch of clear that just is starting to burn and eat away. It's like they're firing these tiny little net guns and every time it explodes on you, it's just acidic eating away at your skin. Uh, so one point of harm for uh, for Donna, Anton, and Corbin. But the way is clear uh, to, this, uh, to this jungle area. Uh, so... Run up, you run up, you run up. Donna, you yeah. know how to do this. So no roll necessary. Bam, bam, bam. Is everyone going with you? Yes. Yes. Um, okay. But what I'd like to do in the meantime is I'll take a look at Corbin. And I'll be like, thanks for trying. Don't blame yourself no matter what happens, okay? And I go and I, I pick up one of the headless bodies and I... And I uh, put it in front of me and then I'm going to protect someone. I'm going to protect Corbin. Okay. Uh, so, so we'll say as, as you pull the body up, this is all happening. And the, the one that he kind of, one of the ones that he, he, he burnt to a cinder is, is like their, their dying shot as they fall down is, is firing more of these in his way. And so if you want roll that protect, Throw the body and jump in the way, and that might actually prevent Corbin's damage that he took. Uh, we'll say that's because oh, okay. that's when probably protect. Yeah. Well, that's when protect someone would, would happen. It's like you're trying to prevent the harm from happening. But we can say I that see. that happened. Okay. Yeah. Um. There we go. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. You not only do you prevent Corbin. So Corbin as you see this thing sail past you. You're getting bumped by Caleb and you look back and you see Caleb's about to get hit by it. Uh, instead it, it, you can feel the, the, the burn slightly on your hair and maybe on the earlobe, but it doesn't hit you. Caleb, you get an extra effect. You can either suffer little harm minus one, uh, or, uh, you can, um, all impending danger is not really relevant in this one, uh, and inflicting harm, Basically, you could just take no damage if you wanted. All right, I'll do that. Okay, we'll say that then. As it looks like it's about to hit Caleb when he suddenly picks the the body up of one of one of the other ones and holds it in the way, and that 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 sort of translucent sheet burns down the middle uh, and kind of eats away uh, at that uh, at that guard. The rest of you run up, Donna. You're hitting every one of you. As you're standing within this uh, this small radius of uh, patio furniture, uh, as Deaf Leopard plays, uh, you watch as the entire circumference around you, this or excuse me, the entire uh, store around you in this circle begins to fade and shimmer until it's completely gone, and then whoosh, you're back. And when you look around, 
Phil, you actually kind of recognize the place. It's not the exact thing you saw, but it looks a lot similar. A lot similar. You see all sorts of techno gizmos. You see these long, yeah. sterile hallways. You hear the sounds of, uh, of, of various devices whirring here and there. And right as you come in, you guys can see down the hall, not in uniforms like you saw inside the furniture, but instead there's these tall, lanky, slender people with far too long of arms and far too long of heads and far too kind of pointy and oblong hold up these guns in your direction and you hear and you can't really understand the thing they're saying and they immediately start firing on all of you uh, as you come through uh what do you guys do uh no is just shooting she's okay. a pretty simple person she's just shooting all right, fire, go ahead, kick some ass, try to shoot at one of these. Yeah. Uh, again, plus one to whatever this result is. It's a nine, it's pretty so good, it's pretty good. Partial success. Okay, what's your damage? Uh, two. Uh, okay, so a nine, kick some ass, it's partial success. You're gonna do two damage. Unfortunately, these actually have armor on, and so I'm gonna reduce that by one. And not only that, but one of these comes back, and they're not firing the same types of guns that you got hit by out there. It's like a pulse that just shoots across the hallway. It lands right onto your shoulder, and you guys watch as her the, the clothing over her shoulder pad just begins to disintegrate, and then the skin underneath it starts to eat away, and you start to see tissue and bone begin to appear. As you can go ahead and take one point of damage from that armor piercing uh, as well. Uh, and this, so they're still firing at you. Uh, Donna's firing back. One of them gets hit. What are the rest of you doing? Um... Let, let's do I, number two, Phil, like we did before. <laughs> I pull out the gun and say, light it up, Phil! <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. I activate power of the heart to lob like two cans of Sterno down there. Okay. Uh, it's another one of those help uh, help someone rolls, unless you have... Uh, I do. Uh, this, oh, you do, because they're monsters. That's right. So, Anton, yeah, you just get a flat a plus yeah. 10 on your roll. As Phil, you just plus start one. chucking them. Plus one. Like, yeah, so it's plus two overall uh, for what I have. There's no audience ones left. Yeah, there are. I'll use one if you don't mind. Yeah. You've got a plus three. Yeah. Historically, I need it. <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. Something's going to explode. If you get another oh, like, roll. Hey, look at that. You passed. It. That's a 12. Look at this. Okay. Is it? So, or is that uh, count three? I think it is counting three. He's got the plus three out. So right it's there. a stat of tough plus three. So you're right. It would be a twelve. What? Um, no, no. The I plus know. three is me it, raising my nine. toughness. Oh, Nine's the correct. Oh, Nine's the correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's still a success. You still hit him. That's still great. It still Yay. explodes. And I'm going to say because it's exploding, it's going to hit both of them. Uh, and so the damage that you would have done, since it's sort of like you're shooting these these out of the yeah. air. Uh, this damage will apply to both of them. So, uh, what is it again for the gun again? Did you say it was two? Two. And it's not armor piercing? Uh, it didn't say so, so I didn't okay, imagine. that's fine. No, that's yeah. fine. Okay, so, all right. Uh, as it explodes, you see this this dust, uh, or not this, this sort of like smoke kind of gets in the way, and there's still shots coming out from behind it, but you guys are in this long hallway. You're getting shot at from the distance. Um, 
this causes a couple of their shots to go go wide but you can see they're moving like soldiers into these uh these these little flanking uh sort of flanking positions and they're kind of calling out and then suddenly klaxons begin to sound and you see above you uh on the ceilings which as you look up now you realize are semi-translucent and above you are stars what the fuck are you looking at and then suddenly everything goes red and the whole entire hallway just looks red as every single panel floor ceiling walls everything begins to start sort of emitting uh this red and and what do you guys do now there's still two of them alive they're still they're still alive and firing back uh caleb's gonna charge at one of them and uh he's gonna Push his gun down, grab his head, lean him over, and uh, bite his neck. And Beautiful. it's probably not going to taste good at all. Oh, I was going to taste that. what the flavor is. Disgusting. Gonna be. Oh, it's it's going to be Or, you know, might be you know, an acquired taste. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's true. See? Yeah. It's like Watermelon one of those like. Cana- it's like one of those like Canadian Ooh, things where you like, where you have two different looking pieces of candy. One of them tastes really good. One of them tastes terrible. Whatever the hell those things were called. Uh, go ahead, Adam. Kick some ass as Ka- Caleb runs down. Uh, I'll pulse take is coming point. past. Yeah. Got it. Oh, oh no. Did uh, Phil oh. and I take any harm? Sorry. And uh, that makes oh, yeah, it a you six, taken which one is back. Sorry. still a miss. Double uh, ones. All right. Uh, you know, in this Oof. case, I haven't used a single luck point, and it seems to be the theme of the night. So I'm going to use the audience is luck being point. so awesome, and they're giving us a bunch of bits. So you yes. guys have tons of stuff to work, so use it. Because it's not rolling over to the next game, so use them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I got a luck point, so okay. I'm turning it into a 12. So you leap out. They're firing at you. Uh, a 12. Uh, a 12 means you get to pick an, an enhanced effect, Caleb. You can suffer no harm, meaning he's not going to get a shot off on you. Or you can do double damage. Uh, it's up to you. Or you can give everyone a plus one. Uh, I am going to uh, just avoid all harm okay. from this. Like Absolutely. I said, I pushed his gun down, so maybe he doesn't get the shot off until after I pushed it down. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, what is the damage on your attack? Uh, four total. <laughs> yeah. It's so describe how, describe what you do to this guy as you leap on top of him. Yeah. I push the gun down. I, I, um, grab his head and, um, I like just completely, completely wrench his head to the side. And that puts, it puts a lot of pressure where, where the, um, the neck is. And like, it kind of, you know, bounces up a little bit. And as soon as I bite into it, it just bursts open. And so um, as it as the neck bursts open, the head falls, that the body goes limp. You see like this visor flip up and you see a face looking up at it, but it's not a human face. There's these giant eyes, massive giant eyes, like kind of black and glistening. And there's this almost imperceptible little tiny slit of a mouth and no nose. And you just see the little thing kind of move. And it comes so, to it. Yeah. The question is, does it trigger um, my pure drive hunger curse? I don't see why it wouldn't. You did just kill a okay. living thing. So, yep. so I feel right. like you got to make it a roll. Yeah, give, give that a roll to see if you get distracted and start devouring fancy new meat. Or if you <laughs> keep your head on your shoulders on like this guy. 
All right, let's take that audience plus one. Please do. I got a nine, okay. so partial success. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What I will say is um, partial success. So here's here's the worst outcome. You do keep hold of your faculties, and so you mm -hmm. can act like normal. Uh, but you also, by biting it and eating and devouring some of it, you feel this awful, awful pain. And I'm going to say any time that you attack and try with your teeth and, and you know, just sort of ripping them apart, you're going to have a minus one uh, for the, we'll say the next roll. Uh, we're going to give you a minus one as like the memory of just the hideous, horrific <laughs> taste almost gives yeah, you man. instinctual pause. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah, still one right. other who is now turning in the direction of Caleb and is getting ready to fire at Caleb. And is, and you can see they're no longer pointing at you guys. They turn and they're a handful of feet away from Caleb and they're getting ready to fire point blank. They're going to obliterate Caleb if someone doesn't do something. The uh, the the horned serpent tattoos will light up. Okay. Uh, Corbin will make sure to put the palms together and do the burn everything. I'll do the option to where it's three ignore armor. Okay, Since perfect. I can focus on a single target. They are, in <sighs> fact, wearing some sort of highly advanced, one might say, extraterrestrial armor. Uh, so <laughs> do you want to take one of your plus ones? Because you still have two left. I have I have a plus one. We don't have what, a plus one from the team already, do we? No, no one's used it to pay it for it. Okay. Uh, I've got my own plus one. Ye no, I'll save it. I'll save it for when we mess with the, the main dude. Okay. So I've already got my own plus one thanks to the devil's luck. Okay. So whatever pops up here in a second, if it pops up, please do. So a plus one to whatever that was. That's an 11. 11. So it's a, that's a success. That into a 12. Okay, so what's the damage that you do, uh, like normal, and then we'll figure out what your effect is. Sweet. So my plus, I my devil's luck will turn that into a 12 then. Oh, It'll okay. be three damage, ignoring armor. Okay. That'll be enough. Uh, that'll definitely be enough. And then I'll just choose Ooh. not to take harm, maybe. Uh, that's perfect. That sounds that sounds perfect. Yeah. He turns around to try and gun down my brother. I'll mm -hmm. burn him to ash. Just kind of he focusing both around. the serpents. He tries to turn the back to you as he's feeling like, around, joining each other. And he falls to the ground and just disintegrates on the floor. It's just a big pile of ash. Now, warning... Warning klaxons are going. Mm, mm, mm. You hear like this this voice kind of come on. Uh, just kind of echoing across the halls. God, um, so obnoxious. What do you want to do? What's next? Uh, I'll definitely look to to Donna and Caleb uh, with a lead the way kind of look. Donna will go full in the direction of where she expects to find Creep Hustle. You run right past where Caleb is almost retching from the flavor of this creature. And you see another one of those doors that Frederick had led you through. And you remember he kind of like waved his hand or something like that. And, it, and you're doing that. It doesn't work. But then it dawns on you. You pick up the arm from the one that Corbin just disintegrated and there's just a single arm left. You wave the arm and sudden, and it opens up and you can see the same room you're in, that monitoring station. You can see the same displays. You can see the same, uh, the same uh, uh, like seating arrangements and such, but instead of seeing a bunch of humans, 
you see whatever the fuck these things are, and you can see some of them are like hiding behind chairs, like others are turning and running at you, and they're charging at you with some sort of weird electrical sword that's whipping around, almost like it's a like it's a light whip. And they're swinging it down at you, Donna. And Donna's about to get just sort of sundered in half. Uh, who does something? I do. Okay, uh, Caleb, what do you got? You're right next door. You're right next door, um, to Donna. You're a couple feet away. Yeah, I'm going to um, charge forward and I'm going to uh, uh, use protect other as I'm going to try and protect Donna from what's happening. All right, you try to leap or push her away or something. Go ahead and roll that protect someone. Yeah, I'm going to get in the way. I'm going to be like, fucking vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, Uh, that's a miss. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm. All right. On a miss, you actually end up making things worse. And so as you try to kind of push and help Donna, you watch as you kind of stumble a little bit. And when you look down, you realize one of the arms of the one that you were eating is still sort of mobile and just instinctively grabs you and you stumble, you slam into her. And then this electrical light whip just slashes through the two of you. Uh, Both of you take armor piercing. So if you have armor, this cuts through uh, two points of damage as this much like Wonder Woman wraps around the two of you drives you together and you feel it eating away at your skin like it's literally going to bifurcate you in half if it continues to pull phil you had your hand up like you were going to do something else what what were you going to try to do to help here phil uh well you know what i'm gonna push them in close the door go away no 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 no. i'm gonna save them uh but i'm gonna activate my what could go wrong and Mm. i'm just gonna charge into danger to just try and tackle this one with the light whip. Try and break his grasp. Get them free. I absolutely love that, Phil. Don't forget, you guys have plenty of help from the audience. Uh, yeah. So, okay. What could go wrong? Is this a roll? So you get a hold two, and then you can spend holds to inflict extra harm or reduce someone's harm suffered by one. And you get to take plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. So, so later on... Uh, so this is this. So we could do it now. We could say this is an act under pressure. This is less about attacking them and more about just trying to help your your friends. Yeah, is that what you want? I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Then roll your roll your act under pressure. Take your plus two okay. forward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, plus two forward. I want to spend an audience, uh, and we're gonna bump this up to plus three. Okay. So this is what you're getting from your special playbook uh, move. It's a ten. Okay, uh, so for, uh, for acting under pressure with a 10, you do exactly what you set out to do. So, Phil, what does it look like as you stumble in here and manage to separate them from this grapple that they just got lassoed in? How does it look? Because that's what you're able to do. So, and I don't imagine, like, I imagine they're tangled up. So I don't imagine I'm undoing the tangle. I'm just keeping it from getting pulled. So mm-hmm. I just I just charge in and Batista spear this <laughs> damn alien. <laughs> Just <laughs> you see <laughs> some dad shoes go flying up in the air as I knock this guy down to the ground. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. I just tackle him to the ground. I disarm Beautiful. him. That way, the laying two on the them... ground, that weird whip slides off to the side, uh, yeah. and 
you can see he's on the ground. Phil, you're in the room. You're surrounded by other of these. There's, there looks like there's a lot of them are just ducking and hiding. They're like, <laughs> but this one is big and beefy and dangerous. Uh, sure. But Phil, you're up in there. Caleb and Donna are right in the door. Uh, this one's scrambling to get its weapon back. What's everyone doing? Donna's looking for the main guy. So not see him in here. There is a door off to the side, though. Then that's what Donna would want to focus on. Like okay. these are these are not who we're here to get revenge on. So she is like eyes on the prize. You run. You've got the arm in your hand, and you see, and you see, opening up in front of you is a massive gallery. Like it's huge. There's these light like columns on the left and right, and there's this central walkway down the middle that each time you take a step just seems to glow a bit off to the right into your left you see the red light flashing but it's still kind of fading off into this blackness you're like in a throne or some kind of like king's chamber at the far end you see elevated on a dais a good 30 50 feet away somewhere in that you see some sort of desk device you're not sure and standing behind it you see dr Krapiskel, and he's just clapping but i suppose our deal is off then and he's kind of clapping but you realize he's not clapping for you as he's just sort of putting his hands together and in do and each time they contact he grows and grows and grows until his arms are about 10 feet wide a piece. His head extends, disconnecting kind of from where it had been sitting in a perfect place and it starts to slither and grow even taller. And all of that appendage of humanity begins to fall away as he reveals his true form. And then he says to you, I did not lie to you. I quite enjoyed your mother, grandmother. Whatever she was. And then his face falls off and you see behind him is that same dark, gigantic black eyes and tiny little sliver of a mouth. Okay. What is everyone doing? There's one behind. Yeah. Donna. Yeah. Donna, you, you want to fire? Want to kick Absolutely. some ass? Absolutely. Please do. Absolutely. Please do. <laughs> kick right, some so plus ass. Plus one from this roll. Okay. Um, it's actually going to be plus two is because I have, I know my prey and I also have what doesn't kill me. So I've taken harm. Okay. And I know, and I know your this prey. audience plus one. Okay. That would be a plus three then. All right. That sounds good. So yeah, that's over 12. All right. What's your damage? Uh, I mean, I just have my gun. So it's a two. So I will use the uh, advanced for double. Okay. Uh, and you're not going to do anything back? Okay. Um, all right. So he, as he's standing up, there's arms growing, all of the, the sort of the trappings of humanity just slipping, falling off his real, his real form in front of you. He, he, he shakes it off as a bullet and he hits into his very sleek looking body that is a substance you're kind of unfamiliar with. And when these long fingers comes down and plucks it out and he just goes 
and the metal just turns into dust and falls away. And he looks at you and he says, And then with his long arm, he does this sweep. And you see, extending out from the darkness to your right, a force field of some kind just launches through. Take one point of harm and you stumble forward. And as you try to go back, you realize you can't as there's now a barrier between you and your family behind you who are still dealing with this guy who has now grabbed the the whip since 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 Donna decided to move forward inside. So he picks up the whip and he reaches it back like he's going to slash it down at Phil. What's happening? I mean, uh, I know like one of the major hex things is you have to choose what your temptation is. I mm-hmm. took, I have to bring people down. Mm-hmm. I, I see Donna go in. I, I feel compelled to charge in with her. Okay. Because fuck this guy. You go running past. You watch and you hear the yelp of Phil as the, as the whip Ow. does in fact slash through Phil. Phil, oh, go no. ahead and take two points of damage oh. as it does so and begins to wrap around, <laughs> we'll say, your leg. Corbin, you go running past just as this force field pushes her forward, and as you step forward, you realize there's this now a force field between you and her. It's glistening and reddish in color, and it's creating this, this somewhat translucent film that's very difficult for you to see precisely what's happening on the inside, but mm-hmm. you can see vague shapes. Gotcha. Um, what, so- do you, what do you want to do? I can't get in. I one of the effects that I can when I do use magic is to banish a spirit or curse. Mm-hmm. Could I potentially try and use my magic along with my earlier thing? I've got mm-hmm. the idea, the resonance of what he's doing. I'm going to use that along with my studying to try and like rip this uh, barrier apart. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Go ahead, roll, roll, use magic. That's a brilliant idea. I love it. Can I do something to try and help? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so it. going with the idea that he uses technology a bit, I'm going to rip off the electrical cord from my Commodore. And I'm mm-hmm. going to find an outlet nearby, shove it into the ground, and, like, ground out the shield. Oh, I love it. Okay, so so <clears throat> you come running past. Both of you step over the slowly dying Phil and into yeah, the room with Donna. <laughs> Corbin, you're going... You're going through some sort of uh, like magical machination in front of it. it uh, something is not quite working right. You're trying, you're trying. Anton comes running in after you. Anton, you notice as you rush off to the right-hand side of this large gallery, this large chamber, you you go into the darkness where this force field is emitting from and you find what looks like sort of a, a receptacle where that seems to be projecting from and you jam the, the electrical equipment in there. Go ahead and roll help someone. And with this, this might give Corbin a plus one on his roll. Okay, do we have any pluses left? I think we have a couple. Yes, we do. From the audience. Okay, I'm going to use one. Yeah. Bump up my cool and help out. Yes! Oh, there you <laughs> go. Nice. Fan freaking task. That's an 11... Uh, okay, plus one to your roll, Corbin, from, from Anton, as he's giving you a hand. Okay, sweet. So I'll have, I'll do my plus one from, from Anton, I'll do my plus one from Devil's Luck, and mm-hmm. a plus one from my earlier study. So okay, I'll roll my thing, and then we'll just toss up plus three on the end of it. Whenever it Perfect. Up. 
plus three at the end of whatever you roll now. Okay. Uh, that's a 12. Uh, yet another 12. Okay, so wow. uh, with a 12, you will get obviously the effect that you want. So what does it look like as you rip through uh, this force field? So like Anton shoving the electrical outlet there, it's basically like he's kind of like, he's previously like when he heals people, he has the uh, the the serpents kind of split into like a hydro formation where they, they split out. This mm-hmm. is like an extension of that where they like, He's got like this weird orb of a force field. Now the snakes continue to spread out more and more until they wrap around the field, come back mm-hmm. around until they find purchase right where Anton shoved the wire and they find that weak point. And all these little tiny little horn serpent heads grab onto that and the little flame starts to start. They just start pulling it back, like peeling an orange. Mm, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And then because you had a 12, you're going to get some kind of added benefit. Um, what I'll say is that you guys managed to short out both technologically and through whatever metaphysical uh, abilities Corbin has. So the other force fields that he has in here, I'm going to say, are not going to function. So that's your added effect, that you've shorted it now for at least uh, the next few minutes until it repairs itself. So if you can oh, get them down, you, can, you might be able to do it before they come back up. All right, back in the other room, however, Caleb, you, you're you getting up. Phil is now taking the brunt of this attack of the whip. Uh, so what are the two of you doing? All right, so Caleb is going to, um, because, like, they're on the ground right now, right? So yeah, Phil and him are on the yeah. ground, and he's dragging Phil towards, but every time he pulls, like, the, the whip gets tighter around Phil's leg. Yeah, so I'm going to stand over him, and I'm going to, like, uh, kneel down i'm gonna like headbutt him right in the mouth mm-hmm. as i'm like you will not suck his blood and then i'm like psyching myself up <laughs> because i know this is gonna suck uh, this is gonna this is gonna taste yeah. so bad it's gonna be that, terrible um and then i'm gonna lean in and i'm gonna rip his neck out with my teeth or i'm gonna Beautiful. try to but i'm gonna have that minus one so i'm yes. gonna take the uh plus one audience point counterbalance um, absolutely Counterbalance. yeah, yeah. Kicks some ass. Go for it. That's beautiful. I um, love it. Seeing so. that Caleb is about to try and bite him in the neck, mm-hmm. I'm going to like just grab onto this whip with my hand and just try to pull it, activating oh my, my uh, power of the heart ability to try and make it easier for Caleb to get a neck bite. Okay. Uh, is this an auto success like your previous one? Uh-huh. It's still a, just a flat 10 for me. Okay. Uh, so you automatically help as though you rolled a 10. So another plus one on this, Caleb. All right. So your hands uh, burn as you wrap your... It's, so it's, like, it's, like, uh, my, it's almost like you're grabbing a lightsaber. Yeah. My right, golf so game is going to be in so much trouble. It yeah. makes it 11. It's one louder. <laughs> Okay, so on an 11, uh, you are going to get your attack through, absolutely. You also get an extra effect. Uh, So again, you can take plus one going forward. You can give another one of your allies a plus one, just one of them. You can inflict terrible harm, which would give you plus one harm. You can suffer less harm back because you will be suffering back from this. Or you can force them where you want to force them. What do you think? I think think I'll do one less harm to myself. Okay. um, Out of this. As uh, like maybe he tries to bite my head or something, but I'm able to break the tooth. So you headbutt and headbutt and headbutt (laughs) until this helmet that he's wearing shatters 
And then when you do so, you can see it's not his mouth that gets you. It's his eyes. And his eyes begin to glow. And you see this just like cyclopean like beast of like burst of energy just right into your face right into your mouth skittles fruit flavor it's the worst <laughs> nastiest thing you've ever tasted in your life with the minus one you can take two points of harm uh okay um right. but how much damage do you do to him uh three plus one so four that is enough to take him out though uh, so he is now down. So you crush him down. You you hear the last little, little whimper as he falls. Uh, both of you look up through the open door. You can see the rest of your family has already charged in. And in the far side of the gallery is this massive, slender man-like creature. Um, what do you guys want to do? I'm starting to think they're not vampires. They, I don't believe that, Caleb. <laughs> uh, you know what? I no escape because I don't. This guy is going to find a way. I'm going to grab that whip, sure, and I'm just going to start going at consoles here in the main room. Nice. You can do that. And you can see that some of these other ones are, are like trying to get you to stop, but they're like afraid at the same time. Like, I, I will be careful not to hurt them because they're not okay. combatants. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking out these consoles. I love it. No roll necessary. Easy enough to do. And each time you do it, like something short, short circuits. You see a monitor goes off. You see uh, a light flu- you know, fluctuates. Everything, it seems to be destabilizing something. Who the hell knows what? But it's certainly destabilizing something. In the big room, meanwhile, you guys, as, as Corbin finishes ripping apart this, uh, this barrier, Anton, you rip the uh, Commodore, uh, the Commodore cable out of one and jam it into the next receptacle, preventing the next barrier from coming up. You watch at the far end as Dr. Crepuscle starts moving his hands around in a particular way. He's just sort of creating this circular motion and then emerging out of his back, you just see like eight separate, like these long flexible lights just begin to float around. And he calls out to you with this villain monologue and he says, uh, what would you guys like to do as they begin to launch forward you? I want to burn every one of those arms with an AOE attack. Go for it. I love it. Uh, roll your magic. Uh, this yeah. is going to, you can, you, you've got another plus one left from your previous yeah. uh, research. So he with spreads the, out all of his arms. All of the snakes kind of come back around, but the snake kind of then come around and they, they each like split into a direction to match each of the arms and they'll try to match them and uh, you know, grapple them and stop that. Okay. So I'll take a, I used magic last time. So there's the plus one from the one thing and the plus one from uh, double bug. 13. 13. Uh, okay. Uh, how much no. damage? How much damage is that doing? Because it's going to damage him. And then I'll say the added effect is that it destroys all the lights. Right. But it also so, is going to do damage to him. Burn everything lets me do. If it's a single target, it depends. Do I need to treat each of the arms as a separate target? 
No, because it's not they're not quite targets, but like okay. you're specifically trying to disable them. So I'm saying the explosion will disable them, but he's okay. also going to take damage. At the if, same time. if it's single target, I can do three damage. Ignore armor. OK, we'll treat it just like that. And unlike the bullet, which he it hit him, but he was very confident as this ball of flame comes hurling across, lighting up the now darkening room each inch and foot it travels, it explodes on that dais. And for a moment, it almost looks like he might be dead as when the smoke settles, you see this almost like a, a wilted flower, the stem bending over top of the dais. But slowly he gets back up. And you can see there's scorch marks here and there that are slowly repairing themselves on whatever kind of dermis that he's wearing whether it's technology or whether it's it's his own skin all of the all of those those various arms are done however he does say and you guys watch those of you in the room as shooting out of his mouth there is a ball of fire that with each inch and step begins to grow and it looks identical to the one that Corbin just launched. And it explodes right on top of Corbin and Donna. Anton, you're far enough away by the wall that this isn't affecting you. But Corbin and Donna, you take the exact same damage back as this explodes on you for three points of harm. Well, while he's doing that, can Anton run forward? And of course. I still have the slaughterhouse tool, which I think is a meat hook. Sure, we can say that. I want to run in, slide down, and just get him right up in between the legs of that. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. While his armor is still kind of forming, you know. Oh, man. The ball of fire hasn't even exploded on your teammates <laughs> as you slide across while he's distracted. Go ahead and roll kick some ass, Anton. Uh, how are Corbin and Donna looking from that explosion? Uh. You know, not the best, but uh, it, so I didn't even matter what I rolled because I fully intend to spend the luck to make that a okay. 12. So, okay. yeah, getting that cursed meat hook up in there and just yank it. Taint stab. So it's it's so it's it's from Razorback, right? I got this. Yeah. 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 I got this. Yeah. Okay. And, and Donna, it has. I got Donna, it down. It's doing two harm, and it might mm -hmm. be spooky of some sort. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> nice. You're nice. Good. Donna looks a little less lucky because she spent a point of luck to not take that harm. Okay, <laughs> Anton. As so so as as the the explosion on Corbin and Donna settles, you guys look up and you see splurting out from the bottom half of Doctor Crepiscal. You see that same aquamarine blood that you've seen elsewhere and it's half on anton who's sliding past him having just slashed through him and you see anton a few feet away come to a stop Ugh. and he looks down Ugh. anton you have a choice it is a 12 on that attack which means you get a bonus do you want to not take harm back or do you want some other effect uh, oh, Anton was fully expected to get fried for this. So I want to double that damage. I want to do as much harm to him as possible. Okay. Or this if is there gonna, is a... I think it's like plus one. No, no, it is doubled. Never mind. I'm sorry. It's doubled. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So he is not looking good at all. 
But he reaches down with his long arm, and you see as he grabs you, his head extends. He's like pulling you towards him, but his head extends. That tiny little mouth opens again, and you see these almost metallic-like fangs, one after the other, open up, and then he just... Fibber! Right down into you. Uh, you are going to take... Oh, goodness. You are going to take uh, one, one, point, one point of harm, but you see... As he drinks in Anton's essence, he also seems to be healing himself. What would you guys like to do now? Hmm. Donna would like to run at him and try to... So, I have two things that I was thinking about. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. After seeing that, though, she's just going to run and try to just stab him okay. <laughs> like in the mouth. Okay. <laughs> so you just start running up as he is his he starts to pull his head back away from where he drained Anton and his eyes kind of glowing, it seems, from the ecstasy of doing so. And he turns un, like unravels Anton as he got what he came for and then looks at Donna as Donna leaps up onto the dais and is trying to bring the weapon down. Donna, roll kick some ass. All right, let's see how this goes. So I've got my two plus ones to whatever the roll is. So that is a 12. Okay. Same deal as as I asked Anton. Do you want to suffer no harm as your advanced, uh, as your enhanced effect? Or do you want double damage or, or, um, yeah, a knife is only one harm. Yeah. Okay. So double. All right. Okay, Donna. Well, you managed to stab into him as he's, As you leap up and you stab him like right in the face. And you see as as the blood begins to just course out of his neck. I'll say because you did that, I'm not going to have him do the life drain. Okay. Like I'm definitely aiming for those stupid teeth of his. If that's actually possible. (laughs) I can't know. I'm going to use the other life drain. Sorry. I have multiple life drain abilities. Sure, sure. You're right next to him. You just stabbed mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. His hand comes up to your face and it just smothers it. And then his his fingers begin to meld into your skin as he starts to pull, like he's pulling your face off. And you literally feel the skin and the tissue start to tuck away. For harm back to you, which he, as he does so, you can see the membranes, that kind of weird dermis that he has is almost like it's draining and drinking and repurposing the skin that it's pulling off your face, Donna. Okay. Um, You guys see that Donna is up on the dais. (laughs) Anton is up on the dais. They're both fighting. Corbin, you just got toasted by a fireball, not unlike your own. Phil and Caleb, you're now running into the room. Caleb, you have the whip. This guy looks harmed. There's freaking blood everywhere. uh, Phil's got it. Excuse me. What what does everyone do? I I really... I, I like that Donna's so filled with... I really want... Donna's right over him, wanting to kill him. I really want to support that. So what I want to do is like as she's having her face pulled off, 
want to mm-hmm. shoot the little like multi-headed fire serpents up to try and reforge her and kind of keep her held in place as much as he's trying to disintegrate her i want okay. to counterbalance that by trying to keep her healed i'll use my uh my healing ability to try and keep her steady so i really want don to be the one that kills her absolutely kills him absolutely he is just in this constant state of drain now his eye is getting getting brighter and brighter with each second Corbin, your your fiery healing begins to burn yes. up around the nerve endings of Donna. So I'll have a plus one for Devil's Luck, and I'll take an audience plus one, so we'll toss a plus two to the end of it. Okay. Uh, plus two is going to make this a 12. So uh, so she would normally heal three, and okay. then whatever we feel is a fair... So the uh, I'll say a keeper added effect. I'll give you the added benefit. Uh, we can say this cascades over onto Anton. We can say Donna takes an extra point. Uh, yeah. Corbin, it's I your choice. I want to boost her. Like, my feeling is like she's standing right over me. I want to boost her. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and take four back. Phil, Caleb, you've run into the room. It is insane in here. What do the two of you do? Uh, Caleb uh, charges forward and uh, okay. goes right at the neck of... Um, uh, <laughs> Fantastic. It's a very long neck too, so it's yeah. I got to run up, got to run all the way up there. <laughs> okay, Don is um, connected to him. Anton slashing away at the base of the at his legs and in his bottom of his torso. Corbin is reaching out with his arc of fire, re-stitching in. Like you see these these beams of Corbin's firearm and the guy's arm itself wrapping around Donna in this constant state of disintegrate and rebuild. Uh, so, Caleb, go ahead and roll your attack with your kicks of ass. Phil, what are you doing while that's happening? Uh, I want to use that whip to... I want to try and catch this dude's hand, his arm, and try and pull okay. it off Donna. Absolutely. Point. Go right ahead. Kick some ass for Phil as well. Uh, yeah. Unless also you... Also, yeah. taking an audience. Okay. Yeah. And I'll say take a plus one from this as he is now consumed with Caleb and Donna and you're just trying to pull it off of him as opposed to doing a full on attack. Uh, So we'll say that. So, yeah, we'll get a plus one for that. Uh, Anton, all of this attacking is happening where in the ground. What is Anton doing as well? Can I try and help by tripping him? Just like grabbing an ankle with that hook and just yanking to get him off balance. Uh, we can kick some acid. That works. Or if it's better for you, you can do act under pressure. If you're just, if you'd rather just do that. Um, same. Okay. Give it uh, a But roll. I'm trying to help someone's attack. So would that be help okay. out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll help out. We can say that'll, that'll help out someone's attack. Uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, Caleb. Caleb, how did your attack do? Uh, I got an eight. So partial success. Partial success. Okay. So Caleb, as you leap up and a very long neck, you start gnawing at it and again. That, taste is just hideous <laughs> but it's exploding and it's bursting it's like a a line just tackling a gazelle just ripping through it but you're not able to sever it it's just like the tendons or whatever is keeping the head to the rest of the torso together it's just so strong and tough you're not quite able to decapitate what's the total damage uh four four okay it is not looking great phil how did you do on your roll uh with that plus two it comes out to a 12 Oh my gosh! With the twelve, I'll say take a. We'll 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 say not only does Donna does the arm wrench free. I will I will say we'll take the other as a as a bonus if you're cool with this. We'll say a plus yeah. one to an to one particular person, whoever we That's want. 
what I was about to say, and I would like to give that to Donna. Okay. So you wrench the arm free. His arm goes wild. His second arm reaches down to Caleb and just sort of slashes down. You realize his arm had kind of done that same sort of manifestation, almost like this instant digital 3D printing kind of deal to this dagger. It just slashes down at Caleb. Uh, as Caleb, go ahead and take back. It's also, it's armor piercing um, to harm. Uh, arm and it armor like basically would would cut through armor. Uh, and then Anton, how did your trip go? I, I give a plus one to someone. Okay, uh, so we've probably got, give it to Donna. Okay, so Donna, you have a plus one from Phil, a plus one from Anton. The this this slender mat, like he's like ten feet tall, even taller perhaps if he were to stand up straight, just goes falling down bounces off the dais itself and is laying on the ground. Caleb is gnawing at his neck. The fire from Corbin is wrapping around Donna. Donna looks like basically like she's in inferno mode. Phil, you yank free the arm and you still have mm-hmm. it, have his, have one of his arms like wrapped up in the actual yeah. whip itself. Anton, you're pinning his legs down so he can't get back up. Donna, what do you do? Conan wants to basically rip him in two. So she was like really close to his mouth and trying to stab it. And she's just sort of like, screw this knife. And she just wants to reach in and just like pull apart. Oh, okay. Batman and that crocodile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Roll your roll your kicks some ass. Take plus two from your uh, from Anton and from Phil helping you. Uh, and uh, so let's see how you do. Plus four to this roll. My goodness. Everything else. Which, holy crap, <laughs> I needed because I rolled yeah. a seven. Okay. So that puts me at an 11. Okay. Uh, so with an 11, uh, you're going to be able, do you want to inflict terrible harm? Do you want to take plus one to this damage? Absolutely. That's what she's here to do. Good thing, because he would have been at one harm, <laughs> one health otherwise. As Donna, describe how you how you stab into him and with the help of your family, rip Dr. Krapiskel apart. Yay. So she, she kind of had put the knife down before, and so like her hand is already kind of down in his mouth. And so she literally just wants to like at his, you know, what f- serves as a jaw, just pull top side from bottom side okay and so as he wrenches free you hear him the eye is dim go black no longer shining this matte black and then begin to deflate and wither like a balloon losing its air the body splurts that ocarine blood from both sides where you had wrenched him free. And the arm that you had wrapped up, Phil, goes limp. The Mm. legs no longer kick that Anton was holding down. And Dr. Krapiskel is dead on the dais in his office. And Donna just takes like because the top of his head is in one hand um, and she kind of just like looks at it and just kind of like shows it to everybody, drops it and just steps on it. 
Anton snaps just... a Polaroid as her foot comes down. <laughs> Fantastic. As you all take a breath, you look around. You see your grandmother's killer, your memory stealer, on the ground in front of you. The clock sounds are, are going, but there there's malfunctions from whatever Phil was doing from smashing all those consoles. You, you look up and you see meekly coming into that room from the, from the distance, the ones that you didn't harm, Phil. And they're like, and they're like waving these like slender arms. And they're pointing upwards and you can see that where that ceiling was and you can kind of see all the red light. It's, it's, it's getting faster. Like you can see like there's this rapidity of blinking, rapidity of blinking, rapidity of blinking. Well, Told we you he was run. a vampire. He was. We got to run. <laughs> okay, and I start running. Okay, so you guys start running. Take a trinket or two, a whip here, a gun there. You start to feel the entire building or whatever you're in begin to shake and shake and shake. And you notice that as you're running, a lot of those smaller guys, the ones that didn't attack you, the ones that seem to just be technicians and scientists, they start to move off and they take these different paths. You guys are going back to wherever it was that, that Donna was able to lead you in. You have that ability. You got that answer. You got that information. You know exactly the way out of here. But you watch other ones just like disappear into these tiny little like escape pods or some kind, right? And they're all just... And... Each one of them, uh, Donna, you you reach back to that weird little circle. You doop, 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 doop. And once more, the world gets translucent. You pop back up. You are in a on fire interior of Petrie's patio. It is just <laughs> inferno. Like there's, there's just <laughs> aquamarine everywhere, fire everywhere. This beautiful patio furniture is, is going to go to waste. You guys start running out. And as you look around, you watch and you like you turn, you see the entire department store of Petrie's patio begin to collapse in on itself as like each one of the walls loses stability from the fire. But then you watch as like shooting up from it, you just see these small little almost imperceptible rays. Just each of them going up into the sky. And after a moment, it all collapses inward. And Peter's patio is no more. Oh, my gosh. Well, and we did it. Why don't we and go have a drink for grandma? Donna looks down at her foot and she's still like this guy like yeah. stuck to her foot as she's been running and she like kicks it off. And as you kick it off, Phil, you look up, you can see across the parking lot, there is just some completely nameless non-chain bar. It just says bar and lounge. And the last thing we mm. see is the group of you walking across the parking lot dragging behind some of you whips stuck to your legs alien arms wrapped around your arms coated in aquamarine goo you go inside tip a glass 
hold one up for Muriel. And that is where we're going to go ahead and end family splatters. Yeah. All right. Very good. All we right. made it. Mama Mia. That was really Mama close. Mia. That was, I had a he was strong. crap ton of harm. Yeah, I figured, I thought so. <laughs> good. Yeah. He was, uh, he was an alien vampire is what he is. I, I took a, oh. I took a vampire and I took an alien, actually technically alien vampire necromancer. And I just smushed them oh. together. Some was right the entire time. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Well, so thought it would be fun. Uh, all right. Fantastic. Yes. It life was, force. Yeah. Thank you. Life force. Guys. Oh my gosh. I remember. Life yes. Force. That's exactly what I was trying to remember. I didn't intentionally do that, but maybe it was informing slightly. Yeah. Yeah. It's very I think, life force. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember watching it when I was younger for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is the end of monster of the week. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably come back to it at some point in the distance, distant future. But for now you're done with family splatters. The family barely survives, but they survive nonetheless. Uh, in we're going to be changing up games here. Uh, so we're going to do our closing plugs and we'll sort of transition as this is perfect. So Chuck, What's going on with DOK and what are we doing here in two weeks? Yeah. Uh, well, DOK, every Wednesday we've got our DCC campaign. Uh, Bert and Jeremy are in that. Uh, every Friday, Joe's making a game called Anvia. So we're Joe's running that and we're poking holes in it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm making a game. Uh, it's called Teenage Odyssey based on Into the Odd. And two weeks from tonight... Uh, I'm running this crew through a one shot. Uh, the Kickstarter goes live on the 14th. So, uh, we'll be four days in. So Adam and I will either be very sad about how it's going or very happy about how it's going. Um, but yeah, you know, we're going to get to see what a, a group of teenagers gets up to when they're in all day detention on a Saturday. Oh, wonderful. I like it. I already have my voice in mind. Nice. Oh my god, Tiffany? what? What's wrong? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my god. Oh, goodness. The return uh, of Tiffany. So amazing. Uh okay. Mm-hmm. Fan freaking tastic. If you're watching this later on VOD, check the uh, notes and stuff. I'll have links to things. Uh and uh Bert, what's going on with Steam Steel and Murder? I will be faceless as I hold Buddy up so he can see oh, his favorite person, Chuck. Oh. <laughs> it's me. Uh, this Tuesday, we're doing Werewolf's second, uh, excuse me, 20th anniversary. Friday, uh, conclusion of almost a five-year-long uh, basic expert Dungeons & Dragons classic game. Probably. <laughs> Probably will be the ending. Uh, Saturday is some Cyberpunk Red. And Sunday, we're going to continue doing some play testing for a new Weird Frontiers module. Phenomenal. Wonderful. Uh, Jeremy. What you got going on with this Patreon? Oh, and raise the Patreon, comics, uh, tokens, other fun stuff. Check it out. I won't bother Beat. trying to go too fast. I had it ready. I had it ready. It's perfect you when like, I have like a ready bird ahead of you. Yeah. Oh my God. I was so ready. I was so prepared. Wow. Like, oh my God. So ready. Me. Oh my God. So he rang a cowbell telling you I'm to so go. I'm so glad you're using that voice. I'm so glad you're using that voice. It's fantastic. For what I don't know why I would. On. There's something on the horizon that makes me something. think about it. Something. Uh, Adam, let's check in with you. Got anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, it's already been talked about, but I, I would like to talk about it again. Uh, Teenage Odyssey. I am producing uh, or uh, 
not producing, uh, publishing dev and publishing and dev editing yeah. um, the game. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it as I'm reading through it. Um, it's pretty awesome stuff. I like uh, Into the Odd System. And um, if you want to know more, you can go there or you can go to the link that was posted earlier. Ganonotter.com. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, okay. As for us, next thing we got going is tomorrow night. Uh, we are, you know, what used to be our Marvel night. We're actually going to be playing, uh, Heroic Deeds. One of our buddies over at Garbla Games also has a Kickstarter going on, uh, for Heroic Deeds, kind of an old school kind of module, uh, kind of system using D12s. Uh, so we're going to give that a go. Aaron's going to run it for us for a couple weeks. Uh, and then Thursday, you can catch, uh, Jeremy, most of myself playing werewolf for very close to the end. I don't think it's the end. It might be the second to last, maybe third to last. We're getting pretty close. Uh, so come, come hang out with us. We're doing the, the newer version, the, the fifth version of, uh, of werewolf that just came out, uh, last year. And then Friday is a Warhammer 40 K wrath and glory night, Saturday, call of Cthulhu eternal lies. Uh, and, uh, next Monday, we got uh, Fragged Empire, as per usual. And in March, uh, after Chuck runs his Teenage Odyssey, we have a new game. But it's an old game, uh, as we're going to be switching over to Alien. Uh, we're going to be going back. A bunch of us here, uh, we're in the old Cinders of Heaven group. Same crew you're seeing here. We're bringing on, we're bringing on Bert, and we're going to do more Alien. I'm looking really forward to it. So that'll be in March. Yeah. Uh, so Exec's wife is still out there, so the evil is the big bad. She's the big bad. Yeah. <laughs> You think the alien mother's big, but get that shit out no, of here. She no. couldn't hold a candle. Mm. Are you kidding? All right. Uh, let's go ahead. We're going to pay a raid to Dork Tales, I guess. Let's do some Dork Tales. Uh, they're playing some Dungeons and Dragons. Never heard of it. Uh, have a great night. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thanks for watching Family Splatters. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>